we're back here on the Boss Man Show with a special Atlanta tie-in with Chris Ivey, the president and founder of Heritage Sports, one of the biggest online sports auctioneer video play companies in the world here. Chris is with me via my man Paul Jones here. Chris, how you doing, brother? How's things over there for you, man? Oh, things are uh, keeping keeping busy here. We got a lot of great material putting these auctions together, and uh, now we're we're promoting it and bringing bringing bidders in from around the world. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, Chris, let me ask you this, man. Um, how do you all get all the all the memorabilia that you get? Because you know it's always a thing. How do you get these game worn uniforms of a uh, Hank Aaron and Magic Johnson? So. What's the process to get any of these items to be able to verify them, first of all, as authentic, then put them on auction for people to actually buy and have for their own collections? That's a great question. So one of the main things that me and my team do every day is appraise items. So some of it comes from people that just may come across something at a garage sale or a thrift shop, or they may have something in their family's you know, attic that their grandfather collected. And so, you know, they, they just look at it and go, oh, this is an old sports item. Maybe it has some value. So they Google us on up and they send us, you know, an inquiry with some images. And so we spend a lot of time, you know, providing uh, appraised values for, for uh, items like that. And then we are also contacted by, you know, former athletes and families. And we do formal appraisals for, for larger collections so people can make sure that they, that the, that, you know, they've got current values for it and the materials insured properly. So a lot of people contact us like that. And obviously if it's high-end stuff that we think our clients will, will like, uh, we, we let them know of our services for putting that material at auction. Uh, and then we just work, once it's consigned to auction, we work to, uh, to promote it uh, accurately for our bidders and, and to uh, market it so we can get, uh, you know, get the highest prices by bringing in bidders from around the world. And what's cool is you actually have a Hank Aaron jersey when he had 3,000 hits with the Atlanta Braves here. So how'd you come across that, Chris, man? And um, that's a great Atlanta. Hank Aaron's known very well here, very respected here. Unfortunately, he passed away earlier this past this year. But uh, having a memory of Hank Aaron, a legend of all of across the world here, across baseball, how'd you all kind of come across that great piece of memory right there, man? So this is a cool piece because this actually came from a collector that bought it out of an auction about 15 years ago. Um, you know, at the time, I think he only paid about 30 to 35,000 for it. I say only, you know, it's, it, it's, it, I say only, only in comparison to what it's going to sell for in, in nine days. Um, because, you know, at the time he bought it as a 1970 Hank Aaron game worn Jersey. And that's exactly what it is. But one of the things that's kind of evolved with this with this business and with authentication is now we have the ability to do photo matching because there's enough online databases and videos where we can uh, have a third party expert review the item and based on the the patterns of the of the fabric and the stitching that's done on the jersey they can say this is the exact jersey that Hank Aaron is wearing in this photo. And so what they did was they were able to photo match this jersey, this 1970 jersey, to the game where Hank Aaron hit his 3,000th career hit, which for baseball fans, as you know, is a huge milestone and, uh, and, and obviously, uh, you know, one of, one of Aaron's great milestones. So this is the jersey that was on Hank's back when he uh, hit his 3,000th hit. And as such, I think our estimate for it at auction is 200,000 plus. It's already surpassed that. And I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't be surprised to see this hit three, four hundred, five hundred thousand when it's all said and done, because it is one of the most significant jerseys from Hammer and Hank's career. 
Chris Rock here in 1970. I'm thinking about I wasn't even born yet, man. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> I'm an that's 80s baby. Cool yeah, that's cool about some of this stuff, though, right? I mean, that's what I love about sports collectibles. My love for it. You know, when I was a kid, I was collecting guys like, you know, Don Mattingly and Jose Canseco and Daryl Strawberry. Um, but, you know, by collecting those guys in the 80s, it kind of got my passion started for learning about the history of the game. So then you learn about Hank Aaron, Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, Satchel Page, and so on and so forth. So that's what I love about collecting this material. Yeah, so, you know, Chris, it's funny for me. Uh, I went to Tennessee State in Nashville. Hank Aaron's daughter went to Fisk in Nashville. I got to cover the, the Atlanta Braves, so I got to meet him a few times. And growing grow up in Atlanta, you know, that's the first team I knew was the Braves because of the Superstation, TBS. So it's like, yep. for me, it's like, wow, because I got to meet him late, later in life, but to see his Game 1 jersey in 1974, I was even born, and knowing what he's meant city of Atlanta and, and the whole nation across the globe for us, they did in baseball, it's like, wow. You know, knowing that you had something like this, it's so, so cool to realize how that Georgia tie comes in that, hey, this – once again, shows how great this man was, right? Who's right here in, in our own backyard here, here in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, one of the greats of all time, no doubt about it. Now, man, let's just before I ask you about something. Do you have any like Atlanta Hawks stuff that like made from Dominique Wilkins or old school Atlanta Hawks stuff? Because I know Hawks used to be in St. Louis as well, and with Lou Hudson and those guys. Pete Maravich was a Hawk for a little while, briefly there. So, so I was interested to know about your Hawks collection as well. We don't have anything Atlanta Hawks in the current auction, but we have sold some great material. We sold a, a 1970s, uh, you know, Pete Maravich Atlanta Hawks jersey. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, a, a couple of those. So, yeah, some some wonderful material. Spud Webb's uh, game worn jersey from 1988 Atlanta Hawks. Really cool item from our era, probably. Um, so, yeah, there's some there's some neat Hawks material that have, that certainly come through. Chris, let me ask you, this is going to be full of fun with you, man. What is your favorite Atlanta Hawk jersey? Me, personally, it's, it's the Pac-Man. It's because that's, that's, that's what, I, what I grew up on. It's, it's the old Pac-Man jersey, Dominique Wilkins. So, but what's your favorite Atlanta Hawks uh, set of jerseys, man? I'm going to piggyback on that. I mean, Dominique Wilkins was just uh, what he could do in the air in a dunk was amazing. I mean, him and Jordan were, were you know, one and one A as far as, and a lot of people think that if the, uh, uh, was it the 88 slam dunk championship? If that wasn't in Chicago, a lot of Atlanta fans, a lot of people think Dominique would have won that, you know, Jordan yes. got the, the, he got a little bit, I know that's a sacrilege to a lot of fans because Jordan's the goat, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of people say uh, Dominique had, uh, had better dunks that day. And let know if we, what's your favorite Falcon set? I'll be honest, mine is the older set in the, in the early 1990s with uh, Jeff George and, and those guys and Jerry Glanville. And I'm not a fan of, of, of the upgraded Falcons uniforms for after they changed over. I'm not a fan of those. I prefer the ones I was kind of a, a young toddler kid. Those right there, Fulton County Stadium. Not these, the new new accounts are not my favorite at all, man. <laughs> um, yeah, the Falcons are, are you know, I, I think I think back to 1989 uh, with Deion Sanders and primetime coming to town, those uh, all black unis that they would uh, that they would wear. Uh, yeah, great, great look for them. Yeah, you know, Chris, it's funny. I've seen uh, how City of Atlanta's changed. I remember having to uh, you know, I, I wasn't the most richest kid in the world, man. I, I had to get by how I got by. 
Sneaking sneak, sneak into the Omni to see the Hawks play as a kid, know how to sneak in the Omni, to see the Hawks play in the Omni, or sneaking in Fulton County to watch the Braves play before it was before they throw it down and do the Olympics. So, so just knowing how cool it is the Hawks, that the Falcons and the Braves share that stadium at one time together over there where Georgia State plays at now and see what we have. So for me, I feel like being born when I was born, I was able to catch a little bit of the old Atlanta sports scene before it is today. So I kind of knew what it used to be. You know, like when the Georgia Dome got tore down, it was built in 92. Like, Everything yep. was wrong was wrong with it. I've just been there my whole <laughs> life, but here we got the beans now. So it's like, you know, so seeing it like seeing how it's grown just in my time on here on this earth is like wow. I got a little glimpse of, the, of the, how it used to be. Now I see how it is today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that new stadium, that new football stadium is amazing. I haven't been there yet. You'll enjoy it, Chris. It's <laughs> trust me, you will enjoy. It. I, I, it's grown on me. I, I you know I'm old, so I love, love, love the dome, but uh, it's nice, man. It's very, very nice. And you, you, you also have a Magic Johnson jersey. Uh, he was, was a rookie as well, man. Uh, tell us about that because I know Magic was a was balling really good in his first year in the league. Tell us about that jersey, man, and how, and how you got that one. So that yeah, that's right. This is the cover lot of the auction, and this isn't just a Magic Johnson jersey, but it's probably one of the best jerseys that's uh, ever been made available publicly from the NBA. So this jersey's photo matched to Game Six of the 1980 NBA Finals, and so if you recall, that was uh, Kareem was hurt, and Magic Johnson, as a rookie, ended up playing all five positions. I think he scored 43 points, 13 rebounds, just an amazing stat line. Probably the best Game Six. Uh, since uh, and up until Giannis just did it with his 50 point game six clincher. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think I think Magic as a rookie still probably takes the cake. But this is the jersey he was wearing in that game again, it's photo match, just like the Hank Aaron jersey. So the mesh holes on the jersey line up with, with the images from Magic during that game and even line up from the locker room where he's getting champagne poured on him with owner Jerry Buss. So it's a very cool piece. Uh, our estimate on it's a million dollars plus. We'll see where it ends up. Um, you know, we th it, not only did he wear it in 1980, but it had to be Magic's lucky shirt because he also we also photo matched it to 1984 and the 1984 finals versus the Boston Celtics. Now, uh, the, the, the Lakers ended up, they didn't win that, uh, that finals in 84. And I, and I suppose uh, Magic may have retired his, uh, his lucky jersey because we didn't see him. We didn't, weren't able to match it to any uh, games after that point. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be part of that summer platinum auction you have, have going. Tell us about that, the Blazing Summer Platinum Auction. I love the name. Give them, give them, I'm a radio guy. I love commercials. The Blazing Summer Platinum Auction. I love it, Chris. Tell us more about that, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's our Platinum Night Sports Auction. We do two Platinum Nights a year, and, uh, and they're for the, the creme de la creme, the best material in the world, sports collectibles in the world. So this is our Summer Platinum Night. It's open and open for bidding online right now at HA.com. So you can go to HA for Heritage Auctions and click on the Sports tab. And you can go through all these wonderful items. Um, bidding's happening right now, but it all culminates on uh, in about 10 days, August 21st and 22nd. And um, if you've already placed a bid on an item, then you can participate in that extended bid uh, period on those two nights. And um, yeah, go, you know, look at all these wonderful items and, you know, you can ask us any questions ahead of time and we're, we're glad to work with any clients that have an interest. 
you know, Chris, I'm about to get this, man, for you personally. When did you, like, feel like this is your passion, man? So you want to get into this business? Because I feel like, you know, this is so cool. I'm just amazed you got all this, this cool stuff. So when, you, when what was that point in your head to say, hey, oh, that's what I want to do. I want to form a company here at the sports, do this for my career, and, and impact and, and get collectibles on sports, and sports history in my organization here, and auction it out for the people to have. So tell me, when did you kind of get that bug to say, hey, this is, this is my life's path? You know, I, I've loved this stuff since I was a kid. Uh, my father was in the coin business, so I would go to coin shows with him. And uh, I had no interest in coins or currency growing up, but I would always go to the back of the show and there would be a couple of card, you know, sports dealers in the back. So I had fun uh, buying and trading and learning about it. And I was obsessed with sports as a kid, as, as it sounds like you were too. So we grew up in a great era in the 80s, like, you know, kind of going to shows and doing that. And I never thought I'd be able to make a career out of it, but uh, when I got out, got out of college in 1998, I was, um, you know, looking at going into law school, but an opportunity came up where I could go work for a company called SGC, which was a professional grading company. They are, uh, you know, they evaluate and uh, authenticate and grade baseball cards based on their condition, sports cards, I should say. So not just baseball, but uh, I worked there and then, and then ended up coming to Heritage after that and started, you know, using Heritage Capital to buy and, and, and sell. And then a few years after that, I knew that Heritage had a great infrastructure, uh, already doing auctions in several other categories that sports would be a natural fit. So uh, I presented them the ownership here with a plan to start doing sports auctions. Our first sports auction uh, was in 2004. Uh, we did about $2 million in sales that year, and we've grown every year since then by at least 20%. We've got a great team. Um, I've started with two people in the department. Now we're up to 24, and um, we did over $100 million in auction sales in sports last year, and we're going to surpass $150 million in sports auctions this year. So it's been a fun ride, and I'm, I'm likely to come in every day and be able to, to uh, play with sports collectibles. Yes, indeed, man. Like you said, man. Um, sports has been my life since day one. My dad was a coach, man, so I had no other yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel you. I feel your passion for it as well. Like for me, didn't talk talk about sports, talk to people about the game, and it's just fun for me. I, this is my passion. I love it, man. It's, this is not work to me. This is fun. Like. And if you don't get tired of yeah. interviews, no, it's fun. Talk talking to people about different stuff about sports every day, man. That's a dude's dream, man. How does it work? This is fun. Absolutely. No doubt. Well, Chris, thank you for your time. This was very fun, man. I look forward to seeing what you all these items sell for. And if you ever come on the show again, let me know. And I love to have you on the show, man. It was fun. We can talk about anything you want sports-wise or whatever, man. I'm happy to have you on anytime you like, buddy. Wonderful. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, buddy. You be safe, man. All right. You too. Take care. Right, bye now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.